how did everything go wrong in the world? Today, we're going to take a closer look at the beginning of everything good and how it all went wrong as we start our run through the Bible. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. At this point, you've probably heard me say the first verse of the Bible many times on the podcast, but we'll say it again. Genesis 1.1 In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. After this, the Bible goes into a description of how God made everything. God simply spoke, and things were. For example, on day one of the six total days that God takes to make everything, we see this in Genesis 1, verses 3 through 5. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was an evening, and there was a morning, one day. Through the next five days, God continues to speak, and things happen. Dry land appears out of water. Plant life appears. The sun, the moon, and the stars appear. Animals of the sea and the oceans. Birds, livestock, and all the other creatures that crawl on the ground. Finally, on the sixth and final day of creation, God creates mankind. And mankind is a special creation of God. The Bible says this in Genesis 1, 27. So God created man in his own image. He created him in the image of God. He created them male and female. We will expand on the idea of being made in God's image further on another episode. In fact, we've had a listener question on this very topic. But this will be on another day. For now, it will suffice to say this, that God made mankind special and different from everything else that he created, and that that specialness is directly related to being made in the image of God. In some way, we show something about God in our very essence. As humans made in his image, we reflect God. A good example of this is seen in the creativity and initiative of humans. Nothing else in the universe creates, imagines, and has initiative to produce like humans do. In our creativity, we're reflecting God, the original creator who even thought up the idea of humans and created them by his own initiative. Okay, so God creates everything in six days, with mankind being the final crown of creation on the sixth day. And repeatedly through the narrative, the Bible says that God sees that his creation is Good, 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 and finally, very good. After creation, on the seventh day, the Bible says that God rests from his creation. The narrative then zooms in on the creation of mankind and talks about how God put the man and the woman in a garden in an area called Eden. If you can picture the garden, you can get a sense of the wonder of the place. The Bible describes it as having beautiful fruit trees, rivers flowing through it, animals, birds, livestock. Maybe you can picture a lively jungle sort of a scene, but tame, that it was not built just for the animals in it, but especially for humans to be in, who could walk with God there in the Garden of Eden. But that's not all that was there. There were two special trees there as well. The Tree of Life which apparently allowed those who ate from it to live forever, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which apparently caused those who ate from it to have a realization and experience of good and evil. 
These trees are the basis for the next part of the narrative. In Genesis 2, verses 16 and 17, we read this, And the Lord God commanded the man, You are free to eat from any tree of the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For on the day that you eat from it, you will certainly die. In the midst of the goodness of all of God's creation, and especially the lush Garden of Eden, God gives the first couple one prohibition. Do not eat from that tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I want you to feel the drama of the next part, just as the Bible records it. So I'm going to read an extended section. Now the serpent was the most cunning of all the wild animals that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you can't eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit from the trees in the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, You must not eat it or touch it or you will die. No, you will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. In fact, God knows that when you eat it, Your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. The woman saw that the tree was good for food and delightful to look at and that it was desirable for obtaining wisdom. So she took some of its fruit and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. So the Lord God called out to the man and said, Where are you? And he said, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. Then he asked, Who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from? The man replied, The woman you gave to be with me, she gave me some of the fruit from the tree and I ate. So the Lord God asked the woman, What have you done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. This narrative is what people call the fall of man or the fall of mankind. In disobeying God's one rule, they become separated from God spiritually in a spiritual death and they become subject to eventual physical death. Up to the fall of man, the humans had only known the goodness of God's creation. Remember that God, in the account of creation of the world, called it good, good, and very good. Yet the tree that they ate from caused an experience of evil. Don't forget, it was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. They had already known the good, and in eating the tree, the only thing that they gained was a new knowledge and experience of evil. Because of this sin of disobedience, mankind is cast out of the lush garden. They cannot be with God because now they are a mixture of good and evil. Now they have evil thoughts. Now they have evil intentions. While the image of God remains on them, now it's mixed with the deathly results of sin. But this sad narrative doesn't end here. It ends with a series of curses on man, woman, and the serpent. I won't read them here, but they're effectively consequences for this disobedience to God. What I'm going to highlight is this. In the middle of God's cursing of the serpent, God's adversary, who deceived Adam and Eve, we read this. I, God, will put hostility between you, the serpent, and the woman, 
and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike you on the head, and you will strike his heel. This important statement is the seed of the great promise of the Bible. And this seed grows into the big, beautiful plan of God to defeat evil and to restore the humans to a right relationship with Him. And we discover this as we continue in the Bible story. But it starts with this simple and short promise. As the promise says, this offspring of the woman will be hostile towards the serpent, and he will strike the serpent on the head, while the serpent will strike back on the heel. Somehow, sometime in the future, this offspring of the woman will deal a deadly blow to the serpent, while the serpent will strike a blow back. And that, that's where the narrative leaves us. It's a sort of cliffhanger near the end of Genesis chapter 3 that causes expectation and so many questions. Who is this descendant of the woman? Will it be the next child that the woman has? What's going to happen to humanity in the meantime? Stay tuned to find out. Thanks for listening to The Bible Brief. The Bible Brief is brought to you by the Bible Literacy Foundation, dedicated to helping people like you learn the Bible. Are you enjoying the podcast? One of the best ways for the show to grow is for you to share it with a friend. Will you do that today? We'd love to help more people understand the life-changing story and message of the Bible. Thank you for your support, and thank you for listening. Copyright Bible Literacy Foundation 2022